everyone to another episode of Nerd RX podcast and I am your host Barkha. Today we have Marcia Pendino and she is going to talk about MTT assay. Welcome Marcia to the show. Hi Barkha, thank you for inviting me. Uh I am so happy that you could be here. So before we go into the topic, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, so I'm Marcia Pendino, as you said, and I'm a chemist pharmacist. And actually, I'm a third year uh, PhD student in University College Dublin in Ireland. And my project is funded by IRC and Breakthrough Cancer Research, a charity based in Ireland. Uh, and my research is focused on the evaluation of the therapeutic potential of cannabinoids in uveal melanoma. So actually, uveal melanoma is a rare cancer, um, but it's one of the most intraocular malignancy in the adult eye. And uh, it arises in the eye, but then it spreads on the liver. So right okay. now, uh, there is no... Uh, standard of care for this patient so it will be good to figure it out if cannabinoid could be like um, a potential treatment for uh, actually this patient. The bad thing is that uh, a few patients has no symptoms at all uh, but other one present for example um, um, our change of their eyes color, flash of the light so it's important that they take care about this and they check with the ophthalmologist uh, as soon as they can. Well thank you so much for that introduction <laughs> and you have an amazing background with chemist and pharmacist and now yeah. research. I am also a pharmacist and then a chemist and now a researcher. <laughs> Good. So, so we, we have, have that. something common. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> so let's talk about MTT assay and why did you pick this topic and what got you interested in it? Yeah, so as a, as a researcher so and as a cancer researcher, so what I did is um, uh, try to figure it out which will be the best assay for starting and um, to have like um, uh, a drug screening, a great drug screening for my project. So, and I picked up this MTT assay uh, that is used to measure like the cellular uh, metabolic activity as an indicator of uh, the cell viability. So it's a simple colorimetric assay that is based in the reduction of uh, yellow tetrazolium salt to a purple formazan crystals uh, by, of course, the metabolic active cells. So what happened is that the, the viable cells contain um, oxidoreductase enzyme, uh, which mm -hmm. reduce the MTT to the formazan crystal. Okay. So it's actually um, really simple to conduct. And mm -hmm. what you can see um, is that you have a change of color in the plate. So briefly, um, it's really simple. So any researcher, even the new, uh, the new researcher can perform this assay. Uh, so mm -hmm. you need to uh, use a 96 well plate uh, and you can see the cells um, in the well. 
And then uh, you need to treat the cells with the um, drug treatment that you wish to um, to use. Uh, and after the time treatment that you decide to pick up, it could be four hour, 24 hour, 96 hour, based on different projects, actually. Uh, you can then perform the MTT assay that consists in actually um, remove the cell, the drug treatment, and then add this uh, uh, MTT uh, solution uh, for um, like um, uh, maximum four hours. Some of the researchers use this for like uh, two hours and a an half. Uh, and then after that, you can see the formats and crystals they are like purple uh, okay. of course you need to solubilize these crystals and we usually use dmso and then you can read the plate uh, in the spectrophotometers at a specific like uh, nanometer that could be between 500 and 600 actually uh, but by uh, your high you can actually see different uh, color of the um, uh, of the well. Uh, of course, the viable cells uh, will have a really strong uh, purple uh, color. Uh, the non-viable cells will be more fainted, uh, really close to the yellow, like yellow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it is. Is it like concentration dependent? Uh, no. Is the um, it depends of the viability of the cells okay. uh, because uh, the viable cells will have these uh, oxidated these oxyreductase enzymes active cells uh, that will show right. like the the results. Okay, so for example, I have a drug and I know this works against cancer cells that I can use in different concentrations, right? To check with the MTT assay to see the cell viability and get a dose response curve? Yes, it, it's actually what you, what you have to do. So you can uh, okay. treat the cells with different concentration and then you will check which is the concentration uh, of the drug that statistically reduces the cell viability uh, of okay. the cells. Of course, you don't want completely the cells dead. Otherwise, you cannot yeah. see uh, any results. But mm-hmm. uh, you, your aim is like uh, find a concentration that will uh, impact the viability, but mm-hmm. will not kill the cells totally. Correct. Okay. Okay. Got it. So how long does it take the entire experiment from start to finish? Uh, it really depends of the time point uh, where do you want to check um, the viability. So for me, uh, I use, for example, a 96 hour of treatment. So um, everything is based on your time treatment. But the MTT assay per se, it lasts uh, uh, from three to four, hour, four hours. But you don't need to actually work for all the yeah. time because you need mm-hmm. like a time of incubation. incubation yeah correct yeah. so, so can... how do you figure out that treatment time like you mentioned for you it's 96 but it would be different for someone else so how yeah. do you figure that out yeah so something that you can check before is like in literature 
uh, because uh, a few other researchers, for example, uh, have done um, this same assay in uh, the same cell line, for example, and you can like um, note uh, like this, or for example, they use the same treatment in a different cell line. It really depends on the disease that you are studying. If you know that there is a specific time point that you should follow, and I will always recommend to take in the literature. Okay. Yeah, so this is actually an assay, an in vitro assay, uh, that you can use uh, um, as a starting point for doing a drug screening and to have like... Um, a few data about like the viability of uh, the cells in particular for me uh, they are like uh, cancer cells um, but uh, something that uh, I'm doing right now is like um, um, something related with the tumor patient sample so uh, I was starting with uh, 2D like uh, cells and now I'm moving to 3D like um type of experiment wow so yeah so actually what i'm doing is i'm receiving um biopsy so when i uh talk about tumor patient sample are actually biopsy um so they are part um removed uh, as part of a scheduled surgical removal uh, from um a patient that has this tumor and um, it will actually uh, help me uh, to test preclinically uh, the drug that in vitro was already tested. So mm-hmm. I started from an in vitro assay, and now I move to a preclinical assay uh, that will give me results uh, more um, related to a patient uh, instead mm-hmm. of only a cells. Okay. So you have already taken further this assay in your research? Yeah, yeah. so actually uh, what I'm doing is I'm receiving uh, these samples uh, from uh, the hospital. So patients mm-hmm. go to have normal uh, check in the hospital. And of course, um, the bad point of these is that sometimes the biopsy, so the tumor is so small, uh, that they need um, uh, this tumor like for normal uh, check in the hospital. So sometimes mm-hmm. we're going to really use this uh, biopsy for our treatment. But of course, they need to for further like uh, analysis and for further like uh, um, detection in the hospital. Uh, but uh, most of the time we can get uh, these samples and uh, we can what we do is we uh, divided um, in different um, pieces and we place in the six well plate with the treatment that we want to test. Of course, as uh, for the MTT assay, um, I will use a control and mm-hmm. um, then I will treat this uh, piece of tumor. And that's important because actually the microenvironment in this case is one of the most important things uh, because since it's a tumor from a patient, uh, there will be, as soon as I treat these samples, there will be like um, 
a lot of factor that will be released and can help me to figure it out more about the disease, about like what happened and uh, which are the secreton factor that are released from the tumor. Um, something that, yeah, something ha- a bit like tricky is the fact that, of course, I need, uh, we need ethical application for performing this experiment. Instead, with the MTT, um, you can actually perform the assay uh, with no application, with no ethical application since they are like cells. In this case, uh, the process for uh, be approved as um, in order to like collect these, um, these tumor uh, patient samples is a bit long, especially here in Ireland. Uh, but we actually got um, from a few hospitals like uh, this ethical application. And yeah, it helped us to actually reach and um, reach patient and clinician, and because we need both of them to help, like researcher, um, to create like new treatment and to study the disease. I mean, that's yeah. something we aim all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um... Is there, are there any, like when we talk about MTT and cell viability assay, are there any alternative techniques to MTT to get the same results? Um, there are other like uh, assay uh, that you can mm-hmm. use, um, but there is something that you can use also in um, cancer cells that instead of checking the um, viability of the cells, you can check actually the proliferation. So okay. how uh, the cells uh, proliferate after um, they were treated with, the, in my case, with an anti-cancer like um, uh, treatment. And um, it's really similar to the um, MTT assay, uh, but it's uh, way uh, easier uh, because um, you need to see the cells in a six-well plate and you need to treat the cells at a different time point. And then you need to remove the treatment, but you need to leave uh, the, um, the cells in the um, six well plate with the completed media, so with FBS or penstrap or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, for at least like a number of days. So in my case, I use, for example, eight days. Uh, and after these eight days, you can see that the cells are not single cells, but the cells that uh-huh. survive after the treatment, they are created mm-hmm. like clone. So mm-hmm. they are going together and create this small like dot on the well, and you can check by like uh, scanning uh, the the six well plate, um, which is the amount of uh, clone that are formed after the treatment. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Like you're going from viability to proliferation. That is that is really cool. Yeah, yeah, is a is a yeah, it's really good. <laughs> And I think you mentioned this previously that these techniques are very user-friendly. Anyone can quickly learn these things, right? 
Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, something really important, especially if you are a new researcher. Figure it out which is uh, which are the most uh, um, uh, easiest like technique that you can use, uh, especially at the beginning. And I think mm-hmm. that these two assays are uh, really friendly use, and um, it doesn't. The cost is really like uh, is not expensive at all. So okay. I mean, you need to buy, of course, the the, the ninety six or the six well played uh, mm-hmm. but I mean you need to buy the MTT uh, in the case of the MTT assay but at the end uh, you don't need like uh, in like to spend a lot of money so it's just really That's like good. easy to perform yeah mm-hmm. so what are the advantages and disadvantages for MTT yeah, actually, for MTT, so it's an easy assay, as I mentioned before, mm-hmm. and yeah. is actually a cheap, a cheap assay, and you can have really easy results, really good results um, with an N replicate tree. So mm-hmm. that's that's really good. Um, if I have to mention uh, the disadvantages, it will be, for example, uh, that you, at the beginning you need to have a, a figure it out and test different concentration of your treatment before reaching um, uh, the right reduction in viability and the troubleshooting at the beginning of the protocol because you need to figure it out which is the um, time uh, of incubation with the MTT uh, solution and the reading of the plate. I mean, it can happen that uh, sometimes uh, based on the treatment that you are testing, uh, you can kill the cells, actually. You have no mm-hmm. results available. But I mean, it's troubleshooting, it's sh- uh, yeah. science. So <laughs> we get yeah. used with <laughs> all yeah, of these. Always. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can do any experiment with at least a few failures. No, not at all. I don't think so, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but we need this to grow, yeah. Yeah, okay. So uh, my last two questions that I ask everyone is, do you have any fun fact for MTT assay? Yeah, I mean, actually, uh, there is something. So, since his assay uh, show uh, different grades of purple, mm-hmm. um, the the viable cells will be will have like um, strong um, purple. The less viable will be fainted purple or mm-hmm. yellow. In the case of um, of non-viable cells. Mm-hmm. Uh, for that reason, a researcher called these assay like uh, 50 shades of purple. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, actually you can see uh, by your height um, the results before reading and the spectrometer. Right. Wow. <laughs> That's really yeah, it yeah, it is. <laughs> Well, and my last question to you is, would you, uh, can you suggest any article or protocol related to MTT assay so that I can link that down in the description for our listeners? 
Yeah, so actually, um, this MTT essay made for the first time by Tim Mossman, and mm-hmm. I think he published um, a paper on the Journal of Immunological Methods uh, in the 83. Um, oh, wow. And yeah, the the title will be Rapid Calorimetric Assay for Cellular Growth and Survival, Application to Proliferation and Cytotoxic Assay. So, and he mentioned all the, um, uh, in the material, in the method, the cells that he used and the calorimetric assay that he performed uh, with the MTT. Uh, So it's well explained. And I suggest if you want to actually have a look at this also for how to validate the results. And uh, I mean, it's really, really interesting. Well, okay. Thank you so much. And with this, we are going to end today's episode. Thank you so much, Marcia, for being Thank here you. with us today. Thank you, Barca, and see you soon. <laughs> yeah, see Bye. you soon. And listeners uh please uh, tune in next week for another episode of of nerd rx podcast and in meanwhile if you have any s- suggestions for topics or if you would like to uh, come on this podcast and share with us something you have please email me at barkha at nerd and remember it's good to be a nerd bye